What's up, guys? We are the PR Girls, and this is our podcast. We're so excited to talk to Kayla Hoey. Kayla is an event planner that we met through a mutual friend, um, and we were stumbled upon her when we saw some kind of cool stuff that she was doing with car parades and all of that some fun stuff with Jess and I. I hope car parades stay. I think they were fantastic. Um, so Kayla, why don't you tell us a little bit about your path? How, pre-COVID, tell us about what you were doing. What was your career? Had you started your business? All that good stuff. Okay, awesome. I'm so excited. This is my first podcast interview. So thanks for having me. Um, so I worked for Her Campus Media, which is based in Boston. And they are like the millennial, Gen Zennial leading marketing firm. So they do everything from, you know, like on-campus integrations, helping girls on campuses, like create their portfolio before they graduate, help them learn how to work with brands. Um, it was just like a really cool experience to work in that kind of startup, women's empowerment, close to my age type of environment. And so I, along with my um, boss and like now very good friend, Elena, we managed all the events that they did. So they did huge conferences in New York and LA over the summer. We would secure speakers like Jessica Alba and Gabby Gregg and Amber Tamlin and all different actresses and actors and socialites and I don't even know, politicians, athletes, whatever. And I loved doing that. I loved doing the programming for that. I loved coming up with different panels that you could go to to learn about um, personal finance or starting a career at like CNN. Just just like exciting and fun and splashy types of events um, that we would get to put on and like sit back and enjoy. And it was just such a cool experience to do that kind of right out of college um, and get to do so much and learn so much stuff that was kind of sometimes above my pay grade, like putting together the full budget. So I really got like a big scope of how to plan an event start to finish and how to do it right and do it well. So when COVID hit, obviously there were no more huge fashion shows in New York City for me to plan, obviously. And so I, you know, was a little bored, um, a little looking for some extra money on the side and just thought about, okay, so there's a lot of people that are graduating, my sister included. Um, how do you have a celebration without, you know, endangering yourself and others, but still make it special? So I kind of came up with these like graduation in a box type of offerings where like I would basically pull together everything that you would need for your party without you having to leave your house. You don't need to go to the bakery. You don't need to go to Target. You don't need to go to Party City. You don't need to blow up the balloons. Everything's delivered right to your door in the colors that you want, and I'll set it up and everything, and it kind of took off. It was a huge hit. I did about, like, eight or nine in about eight weeks, um, and it was just really fun, and it was so nice and rewarding to, you know, celebrate all these high school and college graduates, and people really like liked the idea of not having to leave and, you know, put themselves out there. But me, I'm like, I'm so bored. Let me, let me go to all the bakeries. Let me do all the taste tests and I will, I will throw these parties for you. So that's kind of, you know, what I've been doing over the past few months, just because I love events and I want them to come back and I know they're never, ever going to be the same. So it's all about adapting and making them, you know, catering them to the world that we now live in. 
Right. And so obviously these events you were doing post COVID kind of Mm -hmm. like, you know, bring the party to people were a lot different than these big conventions you were planning before, but did you feel like your experience doing that helped you and you were able to take those skills and kind of put them on a different scale? Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's things that are the same, whether you're planning an event for a thousand, 20 something year olds or a family of four. And that's just, you know, the attention to detail, the really understanding what your client is looking to get out of each event. Um, just, just thinking of things that people don't think about. That's in my mind, one of the most valuable skills you can have in events is just, you know, matching the chairs to the napkins, to the balloons, to everything looking cohesive and, and, you know, creating a, a good budget and knowing the right vendors. I think all of that is definitely transferable to whatever event size you're having and working at her campus totally, you know, reignited my flame of loving to plan little little and big events and then helped me know how to market my own events and know that I could pull it off basically like the confidence that like I knew what I was doing yeah and now you have this going forward that you did it all by yourself which is right which is awesome and like sometimes I'm like oh wow I did do it all by myself yeah did you know that you wanted to do events back in college or did you get the job at her campus and then kind of fall into it? So in college, I wrote for her campus and I was a journalism major and all I wanted to do was work at Cosmo or Real Simple or one of those magazines and write articles and stage photo shoots. That was my vision. That was my plan. That's what I wanted to do. Um, And then her campus opened up this events marketing position a little bit after I graduated. And I was like, oh, well, I mean, I've written for her campus. I I know the founders. I I know the brand. I might as well just see if it's a good fit. And that's when I was like, wait a second. Events are way more fun than writing. And like, this is what I want to do. Yeah, that that makes sense. I mean, <laughs> and I have fun events are. We're yeah. a going team here. <laughs> totally. And what was that pivot like going from working for someone else and then working for yourself? Did you find it easy making your own hours and kind of figuring it all out as you went or was it challenging? Well, I mean, a little bit of both because with the nature of events and how they were even at her campus, it's a lot of super, super busy season working 14 hours a day in and out of the storage unit. And then you kind of have, you know, some time to chill, do the recaps, start slowly planning for the next one. And then it gets really busy again. So I was kind of used to that non-traditional work schedule anyway, which was nice. And, you know, during COVID it's all you have is time. So I honestly found it really nice to just like work at my own pace and, and, and really not feel like extreme crunch line deadlines and just have the time to do it right was really nice. Um, and I, I work really well that way. Like I'd rather work from like 1 p.m. to 10 p.m. than like nine to five behind a desk. So it kind of, it was a blessing actually to have all that time to, just figure it out, take it step by step on my own, make sure it was good before throwing it out into the world. 
Kayla, quick question. So, yeah. so that, you know, things are a little different post mm -hmm. and people are able to have mm -hmm. smaller events. Do you think that that, that, that the, the business model that you built though is still gonna stay and that more people are, are hesitant to have events but might stick with what they knew worked during COVID versus taking the risk of throwing something big again? Yes and no. I definitely think there are going to be people that for the next five years, no one's allowed in their house. They are, they're not going to hotels. They're getting their groceries delivered and you know, that's good and fine. Um, but I see the event world, especially changing forever. I don't see, 200 person weddings anymore. I don't see, you know, invite your entire neighborhood over for a block party where you guys stay till 1am. I just think people kind of have their eyes open in a different way. And they're like, first of all, the safety thing, but second of all, you've had all this time to really think about who you want to surround yourself with. And I think that events are going to become just more intimate going forward it's going to be people you really want to celebrate with and not just you know having an event for the numbers of it especially i mean in you know personal events maybe in business corporate events obviously it could be a little different but i still think that you know the size in general is not going to be what it once was that won't be a measure of success anymore how many people you got in the door I absolutely agree with that. I feel like I've become somewhat antisocial since COVID. <laughs> oh, I kind of like it. I mean, same. I love events, but I, I definitely see them changing as well. Yeah, so. I have definitely become more introverted. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you see your plans for the future? Do you want to keep this going or... Are you going to try to scale it bigger? Do you want to get back into working for someone else? Keep both going? I mean, you have a lot oh, of <laughs> Such a loaded question, but okay. So, I mean, obviously I've thought about this and my dream, my dream job is to work as a wedding planner. And I am a bridezilla in everyday life, like about things that have nothing to do with like a wedding or a relationship. Like I'm just that anal. So... I, I'm not worried about bridesmaids. That's what everyone always asks. They're like, oh my gosh, but like brides are such a nightmare. I'm like, I'm a nightmare. So I think it's going to be fine. But so I, what I would love to do is, you know, hop on this train of micro weddings and smaller, more intimate weddings that are happening now and help people plan them, especially if they're not going to a big venue anymore. Like it can be really daunting to look on the knot and be like, I, I, I do not know where to start. Like there's six, five star cake venues. Like I don't know any of them. And I just like would love to be that kind of point person, like helping them plan their wedding. Um, so I've been starting to think about that. I've, I have bought maybe five different domain names just in case I, I got to pick which one I like, but I think I see it expanding into that that's what i would like my ultimate goal to be to have like a, a boutique wedding planning firm if it's me and one other person if it's just me and i you know take on only a few weddings at a time and it's super personalized i think those are the types of values that people really care about in a post-covid world um 
and especially with getting married, like no matter what people are going to get married. So might as well like hop on this train while it's hot. And, and that's like kind of where I'm looking, looking out to this year and next year and however long it takes, but I would love to plan weddings, all of the weddings and the bridal showers. (laughs) I like that you called them micro events. Yeah. I think that's a really interesting way to, to think about it. Because I think every time you think event, like if you're thinking about a graduation or, you know, a family party, you're thinking big scale, but Mm -hmm. that's what people need to start thinking is small scale. If you had to give advice to somebody who had a wedding coming up or a bridal or a baby shower post COVID, what's some advice that you would give them in terms of starting to plan for that event? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think you just need to take a step back from what you originally had planned and pick the three to five elements of that celebration that are completely non-negotiable for you. Is it, was it the venue or are you more focused on who can come and what it's going to look like? Is it inviting all of your second cousins or is it having a really special ceremony in a, you know, a, a big part of it is money. And so the way that I'm kind of looking at it is say you're going to spend 50 grand on your wedding. Where can we move some of that money to make it a bigger event on a smaller scale? Um, so I would really suggest, you know, I know there are some brides that are no matter what, and some grooms that are going to be like, you know what, I need, I want the huge celebration. I want it. I don't care. Like I'm going to find a way to have it. And that's okay, but there's going to be a lot of hoops to jump through that way. You know, some of it might have to be virtual and it's just, you're getting married and that's what's important. And you just have to, you know, be patient with, it might not look how it could have looked two years ago, but it can still be really, really special. And it doesn't have to be, you know, it doesn't have to look low budget or low brow just because it's not the huge party at the castle if that makes sense you know like I just think you gotta have have to have a little bit of a perspective shift and think about your non-negotiables and how you can really enhance those aspects of your special day What are you, so you're new to being an entrepreneur, right? Oh, very new. This is very new. (laughs) What are you looking forward to? Because you're starting a business in a very interesting time. Yeah. But there's a demand for it. So, so So the fact that you were able to pivot in a time like this versus where a lot of people would be hesitant, what are you looking forward to? Now that the pivot's over and your mm-hmm. business is here, this is your business now, what are right. you looking forward to and what are you kind of afraid of in terms of like starting out on your own? I am looking forward to the, the hmm, okay. I think I'm looking forward most to that things are starting to open up again. So I have more resources available to me and that's really nice because at the beginning of this, you know, it was a lot of, there's literally nowhere open for me to source these parties from the, 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 my favorite vendors are closed. You know, people aren't getting within 40 feet of me. 
Um, and I'm just glad to start, you know, reigniting some of the relationships I had working in events six, eight months ago that I wasn't sure if the door was going to reopen to. And I'm happy to be able to kind of connect with them and present this business and present this idea. And, and that's really exciting. Um, and sorry, what was the other question? Just like what, you know, what are your fears? Or what am I hesitant about? I think, you know, whenever you launch something and especially being young and especially at this time, you have to build trust and have testimonials and, and you know, have that first really successful event or wedding. And, you know, that's a lot of trust to put in my hands and I, I'm confident I can pull it off, but it's the convincing other people that you are the best person for the job part, especially when you're starting out, that can be daunting. And, you know, I know I can do great events, but it's showing other people that I can do great events. Um, and just getting that like first big, great glowing review to kind of get the ball rolling in a more regular, fast paced cadence that is always nerve wracking. So I, I, I'm going to say it again. I really hope car parades, you know, <laughs> go away. So when you get contracted to do an event, if you could just keep car parades as part of them, it would make sure. my extremely happy. I'll do car parades. Like what if we just like start renting like really fun vintage cars and everybody rides around in those convertibles. Like that's so cute. We should keep them. I have I, they're so like they just are those like Facebook videos it's like the soldiers coming home from war, grandparents meeting their like they're all in the same category. <laughs> Long before COVID, and I'm already married, so I can't go back and do it over now. But I always had this like, and I'm not gonna say what it is because I don't want anybody to steal it just in case we decide to okay. be <laughs> alone. So if we ever do decide to get married, one, you're our girl. And Yay. I love, well, that's the other thing. Like people are eloping. Like, you know, my boyfriend and I went on vacation um, a while ago and we were like joking around like, oh my gosh, we should just elope down here. But seriously, so many people are eloping or doing these like quick destination weddings with five people. I also see that as like a huge trend that I can jump on, help them plan, help them figure out, you know, like, where can I get a witness? Where can I get an officiant? Like, who's going to cater my six person dinner? Like, how fun is that? Like, and people, you know, people want to do it, but they're like, oh, there's so many things I don't know how to do, but I know how to do them. And like, I just, I see like elopements and destination weddings getting much bigger. Yeah, I agree. And, and, you know, we, we did both actually yeah. we both to a destination and my husband planned it while I was on a conference call. I love that. It, that's it like worked. the energy that I want to cultivate. That's, that's the vibe. It totally worked because honestly, I hate, I, I'm one of the people that you're targeting. I hate doing stuff like that. It's just not, right. I, I just, you don't want to do the like back and forth email with the venue manager about where the tables are. Like you just want to show up and it's like, this is exactly what I said I wanted, you know? And like that i don't mind doing that like little work like i love doing that type of stuff so you would have been my perfect bride you still are <laughs> well, i appreciate that so so car so so 
weddings, graduations, baby showers, wedding showers, you name it, you can plan it. I can. I can do it. All right. How can people get in touch with you? How can they see a little bit about your work? How can they learn right. more about you and hire you so that we can make you a ton of money? And, Yay. and all um, brides can have their dream days. I love it. Um, so I'm on Instagram. My events Instagram is at events with KK. My nickname is KK. I'm Kayla. Um, I'm working on a website. I'm working on the, you know, building that out. So that should be up very soon. But all of my events work is on my Instagram. Um, I link all of the, the vendors that I use. I do the swipe ups to my big events at her campus. You can see full photo albums and you can DM me, you can email me from there. I'm really working right out of Instagram right now. So check it out. Follow me, help me grow. Um, and that, that's the best place. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was, I was, I was pointing. I know. I was like, what is she doing? <laughs> I'll, edit that I'll totally edit that out. I was, I was pointing <laughs> to Jess to tell her that she could, she could have the honor of, of closing. I usually close, but <laughs> My right hand gal, I want her to start You're passing the torch. That's it. That's it. So that's why I was telling her, you go ahead and close. You deserve it. Plus, I'm in the <laughs> well, okay. I, I love that. So, okay. Jeff, take it away. All right. Well, Kayla, we are so excited for you. And honestly, you just sound so confident that anyone should hire you right now. Thanks. So, everyone Appreciate check that. out and hire her. And thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. This was such a nice way to start my morning. I love it. I'm uh, glad. <laughs> next on the PR podcast, we're not sure, but we'll let you know. Have a great week, everybody.